as a, an introvert, hopping on my stories and, and really putting my face forward out there, that fear was less than being stuck where I was. So I was willing to push through it. I was willing to do a lot of hard work because I knew if I kept going and kept moving forward, even if it was a little bit every single day, I would be able to reach that dream. I would be able to be my own boss, live my life, grow however I want to grow and not have to answer to anyone anymore. Hello, my love, and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community. Just like you, I've walked through some dark seasons in life, and I know what it's like to start over again and write a new story. This podcast is here to activate you, to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Each week, you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality, business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at Podcast Co. They have just released a self-paced course called Launch Your Fucking Podcast. This program will literally take you through step-by-step step of launching your podcast from start to finish. You will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast, how to come up with the perfect name, get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show. Also, you will learn how to record, how to produce, how to edit, and also hosting, music, creating the perfect cover and building a successful launch strategy. Basically by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at. So all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get a hundred dollars off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. I'm so honored and grateful that you are here with me today. And my guest is Carly Young. And Carly and I actually met through Instagram. She sent me a DM commenting on, I think, a story about my dog. And we started up a conversation and what was originally just a lighthearted conversation turned into a conversation around business and how she could support me in her business. See, I was her ideal client and she was building out an online business management business for online content creators like myself. And we ended up having a working relationship. She helped me get my business up and running and really put systems in place for me and was 
was such a powerful support. And in the context or in the container of her and I working together, Carly was working a full-time job in the corporate world and she was building her business on the side and eventually got to a point where she quit her full-time job and went full-time in her business. And so since then, in the past year and a half, she has scaled to six figures. She's having consistent five-figure months and now inspiring others to do the same with a full-blown coaching business and bringing her husband along on that vision and even inspiring him to want to start his own business. So in this episode, you are going to hear the behind the scenes of what it really looks like to go from side hustle to full-time job, the mindset tricks that your mind will play, the fear, the doubt, the imposter syndrome, the naysayers from family and relationships, how you have to create boundaries, and more importantly, the importance of vision and enrolling people into your vision and tapping into that deeper why. So if you are somebody who is feeling fear, or doubt or imposter syndrome about that thing that you want to start or that thing that you're doing, Carly is going to give you so much permission to really go forward and step into your big vision. Carly is a business mentor for virtual assistants, social media managers, and online business managers looking to create an aligned and thriving business. She helps beginners and people looking to scale to that next level of her business. Let's dive into my conversation with Carly. Welcome, Carly. I am super pumped for this conversation. I'm always excited about every conversation. I feel like I start every episode off the same way, but I truly am because it's like we haven't had a chance to sit down and chat and so much has happened in your life and in your business. And I'm excited to just bring your magic and your story here to the podcast. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. It has. It's been a whirlwind since we like last spoke and so much like as you know so much happens so quickly in the online space and I feel like there's just so much growth that has happened for both of us since we last spoke. yeah so I'd love to know what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently oh I'm kind of in the middle of it right now (laughs) I'm really looking at um you know pivoting into the next stage of my of my business and leaning into just a higher level of you know support and um you know, uh, mentoring for my, for my clients. And, and it's scary. It's really scary because, you know, as you grow, you kind of have these certain levels of comfort zones that you create for yourself. And so it's always scary when you're moving on to that, that next phase. Mm, So what does that look like for you? Like the fear, like, what is it that you're most afraid of? Um, most afraid of, you know, I, I, I always grew up not a super confident person. Like I just very hard on myself. And so what always comes up for me is like, you can't do this. Like these talking, these things in your head, you can't do this. You, you know, um, you aren't good enough. You, you know, you don't know enough, all these things. And it's all, there's the ego speaking to me and it's not true, but it's things that I struggle with every time that I look at developing to the next level of my business, this stuff kind of always comes up. And I always have to remind myself everything that I've gone through so far, every fear that I've had, if I have moved through it, I've overcome it. So it just takes some time and some reflection to like get through that, that next phase. Cause I know in my heart, I am capable. I know that my heart is in a good place with what I want to do with my life, my business and how I support my clients, but it's always scary. Mm, I can literally feel that in my stomach. Like I can feel the pit, like in my stomach of what that feels like. So take me through this process. I'm curious. So what happens? Your things are going really well in your business. You're making money, you're serving. And then what you get this idea or something, or how does this process look for you? You get this thing, then the fear, and then what? 
Yeah. So, I mean, I can, I'd, I'll go back to when I have actually moved through it at least where I've had a full circle moment. And so, for example, you know, I was, I began my, my business journey as a virtual assistant and moved into the OBM online business manager role. Uh, and then from there, I really grew and scaled my business and I was challenged by my mentor at the time, why don't you start mentoring and coaching people to help them do what you've done? You've been consistently able to grow, scale, hit high income months, have an aligned business, work with dream clients, help other people do the same. And when at that moment came around for me, so much fear came up, so many doubts, so many limiting beliefs came up that were like, who are you to do this? And so it took me a while and I had to sit with myself and be like, okay, so for me to be able to feel good with my morals, with, you know, really truly feeling like I can help support other people in their business journey, because I take it very seriously for someone to, you know, trust you or trust me in, you know, really living out their dream and their life. It's powerful. And I never take that for granted. And so it took me time. I was like, okay, if I can create consistency in my business, if I can hit consistent income months, if I can keep, you know, my clients consistently make them happy, then I can move into helping others do the same. And so that's what I did. I, I um, really laid the land of this is what my requirements are to be comfortable within myself to move into this. And then that's when I really, um, you know, moved into, into mentoring. And it, it honestly, it changed my life. Like I, I felt more empowered than I ever had before. It was using a different side of my brain that I had never gotten to use from the, you know, over 10 years in corporate. It was very, very different from being on the support side of business. And I absolutely love, like still to this day, I absolutely love when someone comes to me and they don't know if they can do it, if they don't know what they need to do to build a business. They have a lot of fear and doubt coming up for themselves. I love helping them work through that and empowering them to make those scary moves and to really build a business that lights them up, that allows them to live the life that they maybe never thought was possible for them. There's nothing better. Mm, it really is the best feeling in the world when you see someone come to you and you can see the vision and you can see their higher self, right? But they can't and you get to navigate and help them move through that. So I love that you kind of shared the progression of you were in corporate, you were building your business part-time and then it's been about a year since you took that leap. I remember we were working together yes, and yes. I remember the day you celebrated that you put your notice in and you were so nervous to go in. And can, so can you share that story of like, what, what was that process like? How did you come to the realization that, okay, I'm actually going to go full-time in my business? Like, what was that process like for yeah. you? Honestly, I mean, my husband and I joke about this, but about two weeks into me, like getting like two of my first clients, I was like, all right, babe, ready to quit. And he's like, whoa, 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 like slow down a little. It was always my goal to go full-time. I, um, I was miserable in my, my corporate role. I had been trying to figure out how to get out of there for, I want to say years. And my, my driving force and what really kicked my butt into gear was I, you know, went through a couple of really scary, like health scares. Like I, you know, I had a like just digestive disorder. I got, had a cancer scare. There was things that happened in my twenties that were, I felt things that were happening like way too soon, but it was like, 
teaching me a lesson. It was teaching me, you need to live your life now rather than trying to work hard at a corporate job, scale the corporate ladder for the years that you get in retirement to enjoy your, your husband and the life that you want to live. And so it really, that's what kicked me into gear to be like, what can I do more to get me out of my current situation, which I'm just drowning in, it felt like. And so that's what kicked my button to gear to find my, my online business. And then once I started going, I did get very excited very quickly, um, but it was always the goal. And, and what officially um, made me realize that I was ready, like fully ready, and my husband would have agreed, was um, when I basically got to a point in my business where I had more demand than I had time. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, you know, base, tell my husband, I have people ready to work with me. And my only limit right now is the time that I have to be able to support them. So I know once I go full time, I'm going to be able to fill that gap. I'm going to be able to fill the income and exceed that. And he tells me time and time again, like I shouldn't have held you back. He didn't know the online space. He's like, I didn't, I thought it would take years to get where you are now. And it took months. Mm-hmm. And so it was a big realization for him, but it, it, it really opened his eyes to, you don't, you know, don't hold me back because <laughs> there's nothing stopping me once I have my eye and my goals set on something. Mm-hmm. I love that. So what was that process like navigating that with him? Because I, I do remember you yeah. saying like, I'm ready, but he's not comfortable yet. So can you share maybe for the people that, because I know there's a lot of um, people that listen to the podcast that are either building their side hustle or they're building a network marketing and maybe their spouse is in a different industry, right? So they're not yeah. necessarily on the same page. So what were some of those conversations? Like, how did you enroll him in the vision? Like what, what kind of conversations did you have to have? What kind of things did you have to work through in order for him to kind of get on board and see the vision? Yeah, it honestly took a lot. Um, and I wouldn't say that I had perfected the, the avenue that we went down, but he's just, he was brought up in a very traditional household. He, you know, you work hard, you work to retirement, that whole thing. And so the concept of working online and be able to make you know, a really great income was so foreign to him. So yes, so much doubt, so much fear came up for him. And he just honestly didn't think that it was even possible. Um, So it just, it did take a long time. You know, I had to keep like kind of updating him on how things were going. He is very analytical and needs to see the proof Mm. of things. And so I, I let him know, like, the, the drive, the ambition, the vision that I had for myself, I kept having to talk him through it mm. and let him know how things were going in day-to-day life, like with my clients, with my income, what it looks like for me a month from now. And I probably ended up leaving sooner than he probably would have decided for us. But I had to, I had to like pull the plug on my corporate job because I was close to working. It was like 70 to 75 hours a week with corporate and my business to combine. And it was draining. Like I was probably the unhealthiest that I'd ever been. Um, my house was a mess. I just felt like a crappy wife. Like there was just, everything was almost crumbling. And so I was like, I need something to change. And I think that for him, he was like, she's, she's struggling. Mm-hmm. So it, it got to that point. I wish it what didn't have to get to that point, but that's really the point that we got to. And like anything, I, I wouldn't change my journey for, for anything. It got me to where I am at a perfect time that I was supposed to, but um, it was definitely very hard. There's, I mean, I've met many people that the partner doesn't understand, the family doesn't understand. And 
Um, especially when it's family, I, I always suggest to people to try to put their blinders on. People who don't understand the online space are always going to doubt you, are always going to, you know, think of worst case scenario. And when you have a dream and you're working towards something, you don't need that in your atmosphere. You need the positive energy. You need to connect with people who are like-minded. You need to be lifted up, not held down. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, you, you alluded to it a little bit earlier, but you know, you've had a trajectory in business that for most people might not be be considered common. Like you came out of the gates really fast. You've been able to scale your business consistently. What do you think makes you so unique in that sense? Like what is the, what is the thing that drives you? Like what gets you excited to jump out of bed every single day and motivated to like show up and, and serve even, I mean, 70 hours a week is so much. So there must be something within you that like really, really drives you. Yeah. I mean, I I think I was talking to someone about this the other day. I feel like I, I grew up with a single mom and I feel like that helped me. She worked hard. She had dreams for herself. She, I really look up to her on how much she went through. And I think it taught me to look outside the box, to mm-hmm. not settle for just what you're given in life. And that ingrained in me this drive to want more for myself. And as I said, it wasn't until like my, my life basically kicked me in the butt and was like, do something different that it really kicked it into gear. But I, you know, I have, I have a lot of doubt in myself a lot of the time when I'm trying to grow, but I also have this relentless pursuit of my dreams and what I have a vision for myself and what I want in life. Once I have my mindset on something, there is nothing stopping me in getting there. And it might just be my type A personality. It (laughs) might be, I don't know, but honestly, I, I do. I have this like, I went, especially when I was in corporate and I was growing my business, I've said this before on, um, you know, my platform on Instagram, I've said that, you know, my fear of staying where I was in my corporate job, in a soul crushing job that I was just drowning in, that fear was way more for me than trying something new, stepping out of my comfort zone you know, getting on scary discovery calls, like really (laughs) as an introvert, hopping on my stories and and really putting my face forward out there. That fear was less than being stuck where I was. So I was willing to push through it. I was willing to do a lot of hard work because I knew if I kept going and kept moving forward, even if it was a little bit every single day, I would be able to reach that dream. I would be able to be my own boss live my life, grow however I want to grow and not have to answer to anyone anymore. Mm. So it was really me, me picking a fear, um, which was staying in corporate and being like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not staying here. I, I want to, I want so much more for myself. Yeah. And when you really start to work it backwards, you think about, okay, if this doesn't work, yeah. what would I do? Yeah. Right. I'd go get another job. Yeah. And that would- exactly. Yeah. I would figure it out. It's, you know, it's always asking your, yourself if, if you have the question that's coming up of like, this isn't going to work. Why wouldn't it work? Why not try? Mm. If you're going to be in the same spot, if you try and fail, why not try? Because you could succeed and you will succeed again if you don't give up on yourself. Mm. Really, I always look at that as the, the only way that you can really fa- fail is one, if you don't try or two, if you stop. Yes. Yes. I mean, we can end the podcast right there. So let's talk about failure for a second, because, you know, we're hearing this really amazing story. You, 
you know, you went out, you, you crushed it. You were able to leave your, your corporate job way faster. You've been scaling super successfully. You have this new thing that you're stepping into, but what we're not hearing is like the stories around failure, right? So can you think back to maybe an experience that you had where maybe it was a mess up or a failure or something that didn't go according to plan, but obviously taught you a big lesson? Yeah. So for me, I mean, again, I, I do look at a lot of my failures as, as lessons. Um, I haven't had too many things that really like were just pit of my stomach. Like I should never have even tried doing that. But I mean, yeah, I've worked with clients who didn't feel aligned. I have chased money. I have done those things and learned along the other end of, you know, those things won't satisfy you long-term. And, and that helps me now coach my clients as well on setting boundaries for themselves, really you know, leaning into working with aligned clients rather than just anyone off the street, making sure that they connect with the people that they're about to support. Because the difference there of when you are working with someone that's not aligned and you're working with someone that you love them, you connect with their business and it excites you, the energy completely different and it makes it so much better. I always tell people, if you start, you know, you chase money and you just start working with people who don't feel aligned, you're basically creating a nine to five job for yourself again. Yeah. Can you dive into that a little bit deeper? Cause I think this is really, really important because a lot of people start their businesses and they're just, they'll take anything, right? Yeah. They don't even know what that even feels like. So how do you know um, if you're chasing money or you're working with a client that doesn't feel aligned versus they do, can you share a little bit more? Like if you could think back to maybe a, an experience that you had, like, what did it look like? What did it feel like? How did, how did the, um, how did the relationship go? Like, what, what was that like for you? Yeah. So like, yeah, saying yes to a client when I should have said no, like it, it is definitely a, a lesson that you need to learn. A lot of people need to learn for themselves, but essentially you work with them because you're like, I need the income. I'm trying to hit a goal, that sort of thing. But very quickly you realize how draining it is. You, I always, money is an energy exchange, mm -hmm. but also the person on the other side of it matters too. And so if you don't feel excited by what they're doing, you maybe disagree with what they're doing. Um, you know, it really affects your quality of support that you can give them when you're an online service provider. So, you know, I, it, it's really about listening to your gut. I mean, it takes some practice, but it's really about you get off that call with them, that initial, you know, discovery call, sales call. And it's really about listening to yourself of, you know, is this someone I actually could, I could do the work, sure. But is this someone that I actually want to work with and long-term, you know, it's really looking long-term rather than that, that those quick wins and that, you know, just initial um, satisfaction that you get of, oh, I signed a client. Yeah. But are they going to be a nightmare client for you? Are they going to be someone that drains you, that you look up at your messages and you're just dreading hearing from them? There's no <laughs> worse feeling. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. are the nuances that I'm, that I'm talking about. It's like that feeling of like, you get a headache or you feel heavy or you're not excited about it, or you just find yourself ignoring their messages and huh. just not responding. And yet you have other clients that you're like, so on top of it. And oh, like, yeah. you can yeah. feel, yeah. feel the difference. Yeah. And you, and you have to go through those experiences, right? You have to, in Definitely. order to know the difference. Yeah. And it probably yeah. felt very similar to how you would feel when you would show up for your corporate job every day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it, it does, I feel like it really does take, like I was talking to one of my other clients the other day about this and 
she was saying, I just got off a discovery call with someone who she is a super aligned client. We were laughing. It was fun. And I was like, see, this is what it's supposed to be like. It's not supposed to be draining on the call. It's not supposed to be, you know, really, you know, you're second guessing yourself and, and you're, you're like, not really excited by the opportunity of working with them. When you have those moments where you're on a call and you just, you vibe, you have fun, you connect, that really shows you that it is possible and it's 100% possible. It just does. It, it takes time and it takes getting on a fair few calls with people. Not every, every call is a success. I get many, many no's in my business. I always have, but I also get yeses and I make sure that the people I work with are aligned yeses on both ends. How do you navigate the no's, especially like early on? So going back to that time when you were part-time in your business and you're taking your first few sales calls and you hear a no, like what is the process that you personally go through to keep getting up again and again and again and going back to the at-bats and getting no after no? How do you, how do you navigate that? Yeah. So like when I first started (laughs) as, as for anyone, it is tough. It it beats you down, honestly, but what I used to try to remind myself, and this is just something I used to say, say to myself is every no is one step closer to a more aligned. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I kept saying that whenever I'd get on a call and it didn't feel right or didn't work out, it's like, okay, Carly, it's fine. This no is getting me closer to my ideal client that more aligned. Yes. Don't give up on yourself. And so through that, it's, you know, every so often it still stings every so often you you get a no and you're like, Oh, I really would have loved to work with them. But it's about trying to learn how to detach yourself from the result of a call. Not everyone is for you and you have to learn to be okay with that. Just like it is in, you know, real life when you're dating, not everyone is for you. (laughs) Same to when you're in your your job, like not everyone is for you and you have to let go. It's so hard to let go though. <laughs> it, it really is. But it not, I think not, not um, reflecting back on it, that it has something to do with you, that you're not worthy or that you're not doing a good job or you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you as a person. You have to separate yourself from your business. You mm-hmm. and your business aren't the same thing. And so when you get a no, it doesn't mean that you're not a good person and that mm-hmm. you're not doing a good job. It's just, they didn't connect with you and that's okay. Just like right. any first date, any, any relationship, sometimes it just doesn't click. Yeah. And yeah. you got to know when to cut the cord, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about relationships and community for a second. I'm curious because you, you had mentioned, you know, when you're first starting your business, oftentimes a lot of people, they don't understand your path, even some of the ones that are super close to you. So now that you're almost a year and a half into being a full-time entrepreneur, can you tell me how your relationships have shifted? Like, does your family see you differently? Are they more supportive? Like, what are their thoughts, your friends and, or have you found that you've had to find, you know, maybe search out a new community. Yeah. So for family, um, my, you know, my mom, like she was very supportive, but also very much like, why would you leave this like secure, safe job? And I Mm. always had to shut her down. I was like, mom, you just have to trust me. I'm doing this. And please like, stop saying stuff like that. (laughs) I had to do it with her because I knew if she kept saying that stuff, it would get to me. And I didn't, again, need that in my life and with what I had set for myself. Mm. So uh, things like that. And then with people in my life who I knew no matter what, wouldn't quite understand, generally older generations don't understand the online space and the ability to make 
money online and that, you know, I'm not an influencer, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, I tend to just not share as much. I, I don't share with people who I know are going to be closed minded about it because again, mm-hmm. I'm protecting my energy around yeah. what I have going for myself and my business. And then I do, I love surrounding myself with people who want to lift me up, who understand, who vibe with me, who have that also that entrepreneurial mindset. I've definitely found more community in on, on the online space than I ever did in my personal life. And I finally felt when I moved into the online space and I allowed myself to connect with people, I finally felt like the person I was, was okay. Yes. Like the person that I was, was plenty. It was enough. You know, my drive was matched with other people's drive and ambition. I'd never been around that energy before. And it was so electrifying. Like I love being around other entrepreneurs because it helps me realize that the way I am with that drive, that ambition, the, the focus on what's next, that's okay. Cause other people go through it, but I'd always been kept in a bubble like I couldn't fully come out of in my my other you know life my personal life Mm -hmm. so it really took took time but whenever I'm in a group of people if I find someone who is entrepreneurial minded who gets the the hustle the drive the the focus on you know mindset and business and all that there is no stopping me talking to them but when I'm around people who doubt it and don't get it and don't understand it and question it I close down. I I don't want to talk to them about it. And I give them minimal information, honestly. (laughs) It's not even worth your time, right? Because you're speaking a completely different language, right? And it's almost like this idea of you can either invite people up to where you are to join you, or you can step down to where they are. And when you do that, you actually meet them where they're at, which on the one hand seems like a really kind thing to do, but on the other hand, it actually doesn't give them an opportunity to rise. Yeah. Right. So you have to be so protective of your energy. And you, you mentioned the word hustle. And I know that we are coming into a, an age where hustle culture is prevalent, um, or we're coming out of it. I should say, I think so. And I know you referenced the fact that you were working 70 hours a week and you were burnt out. So when you think about your business now and this idea of hustle, how important is self-care for you? How important are boundaries and time management? How do you keep yourself performing at such a high level without like burnout and, and putting your health at risk. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's something that I I have to work through every day because the personality that I have, I very much run in the masculine energy. Like I'm very strategy driven, action driven, but I do like, I'm still learning and going through how to fit in and flow in that feminine energy Mm. and give myself time and space Mm. with, you know, the, the reference to hustle. I mean, I still feel that everyone has seasons in their life and their business. When you're at the beginning of your business, don't go into it thinking it's going to be easy. It's not. (laughs) There's a lot of people that are like, I'm going to start an online business because it's the easy way out of corporate. No way. Like (laughs) not at all. So I, you know, I always say, you don't have to hustle forever, but there are seasons where you're going to have to hustle. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was at at the beginning of my business. Whenever I'm going into launch, I have to hustle. Whenever I, um, you know, I'm looking to grow to another phase, that's when I'm getting into hustle mode. But there's also balancing it out with looking after yourself. So like I had to build in, yes, a self-care routine once I went full time and how to look after myself. And so 
I fit back in, you know, times that I can work out. I fit back in, you know, I, I started doing yoga, meditation, journaling, things that and it took practice to try and figure out what really worked for me. But that's how I try to stay uh, level is, is trying to find that balance for myself of, of the strategy and the action and the flow and quiet time, which mm-hmm. again, very hard for me and I'm still working <laughs> through it, but it's a must. And it's yeah. different for everyone. So like where I say I do, you know, maybe yoga three times a week and I journal every day and meditate. That's what works for me. That's mm-hmm. what settles me down, calms me down, centers me. For someone else, it may be completely different, but it's about finding your flow. Yeah, that's so important. And I love that you, I love the way that you kind of framed this because we talked so much about friendships and, and your environment. And, you know, when you're building a business as a side hustle and you have a full-time job, like your time is so limited, right? So you have to have those boundaries in place and you have to have your priorities, like super in alignment because otherwise you're saying yes to everything. Right. And so your friends don't see you, your family doesn't see you, your husband barely gets any time with you, but (laughs) it sounds like you did a really amazing job of enrolling him, at least him into your vision and, and allowing him to be a part of it where I think sometimes people just, they put their head down and they have, you know, kind of the mindset of I'm going to prove it to you, but they do it in silence, right? They don't actually enroll their spouse or their partner into the vision and then show them and give them transparency. So I think that probably makes it so much easier to have the conversation of, Hey, why I can't go out this weekend or why I have to say no to these things because they see, they see your vision. So I love that you, you know, kind of touched on that. Yeah. And I, I, in a way I needed him to be on board and to be aligned with what I was doing because he was the one that was telling his family, like she can't come over right now because she's busy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he, I have, you know, I I don't tend to like, you know, gloat and like be expressive about (laughs) all the success that I'm going through, especially with his family. And so he always takes on that role for me. And he is so excited about everything that I've done everything I've accomplished, like literally the other day, he almost made me start crying because he was explaining to his friend how proud he was of me and how much like he knows that I went through to get here and how much hard work I put into this, but that he, I I have inspired him to now try to look at different avenues for him to be able to expand his life, you know, and maybe step outside of corporate and everything like that. And he's like, if you if you never did it, I probably would never have even thought about looking at this for myself. And so, you know, even for my husband, like I love doing this in the online space for my clients and potential clients, but to know that that's affected my husband in such a way when he was brought up in such a tradition, like traditional mindset of you need to work the nine to five. If you don't get appreciated, it's okay. Just keep moving forward. Keep like, you know, busting your butt to, work for someone else who doesn't really acknowledge you. Mm. And I never, I don't want that for him. And so it just, I'm just so excited to see what happens over the next couple of years for both him and I, because I really see him stepping into his power as well and believing in himself more for what he wants to do, because he's seen that you can do it, that you, it's hard work, but you get through it. And what's on the other side is like so much better than the day-to-day struggle through a nine to five that you just feel is just sucking the life out of you. Yeah. And how hot is that? <laughs> yeah. Like, right? How hot is that? You're like, damn, you're sexy. Even more, no, even more so. I love that. <laughs> right. So you talked about vision and we started off the conversation with the, the boldly courageous thing that you're stepping into something new. 
So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about what that is. Like, what is this big vision? How did you get tapped with the idea? What does it feel like for you? And like, when you think, I mean, this is like nine questions in one, so roll <laughs> with it. but like, what, what is that big vision? You know, when you think down the road, three to five years, what do you see? Yeah. So I'm really trying to create a business that can support people at all different levels of their business from the beginner to the middle, to the people who are looking to scale the six figures, multi six figures, all of that sort of thing, and really expanding their mind on what they can possibly do. And so right now, you know, I support, you know, beginner uh, online service providers, so VAs, social media managers, um, copywriters, all that sort of thing. And so I'm really looking at expanding to, you know, really lean into helping people scale like I did. I've had a few one-on-one -on -one clients where I've helped them scale to, you know, move into the OBM role, start, you know, adding in coaching into their business, thinking about creating passive offers for themselves, getting to that those 10K months, whatever the goals are for them to really empower them to see all angles of what they can possibly do in their business and, you know, empower them to move forward in a way that feels aligned for them. Not the, I need to join this program because it's teaching me about this one way for me to grow my business. Yeah. And then that's the way that you have to go. I want to be like, no, let's look at the big picture and find something that aligns with you and the way you want your life to look long-term, not just in the next six months. Mm -hmm. So that feels beautiful for me because I, and it's scary for me because I have so many people coming to me who are looking for support at the beginning of their business. But I know that I can help so much in a larger capacity as well to help them scale and move to that next level of their life and their business and what that looks like for them. And again, just keep helping them believe in themselves that it's possible. A lot of people even start their online business. They're like, I, I don't think I could quit my nine to five. Like, I don't think that's possible for me, or mm -hmm. I don't think I could get booked out or that some people like 10 K months. I was like that. I was like, that's not even possible for me, but that was a big goal that I had written down. I was like, in August last year, I'll make 10K per month. I wrote it down every single day. I didn't know how I was going to get there. It seemed super unrealistic. And then by July, 2020, the month prior, I hit that goal. Yes. And I was like, manifestation, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for different people, different things drive them. And for me, you know, I, I never have a bad feeling that I, you know, the prospect of making money in my business and hitting income goals, that drives me because it allows me to do the things in my life that I want to do. The things spoil my husband, the go on holidays, the not worry about moving states, hopefully. Like there's, there's things that that allows us to do. So I'm never fearful to be like, yes, I'm driven by money. It's not a bad thing. That's just personally what drives me. And so really helping people on the strategy and mindset side, really be able to learn what's possible for them, how they can expand and how they can hit whatever goals they have in their life. I love that. It's such a big vision and you're, you're, um, you're doing it right. Like, how does it feel to know, like you're actually doing it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's again, like it's scary. Uh, I'm still trying to build out different things that can help those, you know, people in a different way. Like I'm building on a mastermind right now that I'm opening up in a couple months. And, and that prospect is, is scary. And I want to make sure again, that like, no matter what I do, I can support on a higher level. Like I'm even thinking about, you know, doing some certifications and training and some more mindset practices as well to, again, help support my clients. Like whenever I look at investing, I'm always looking at, you know, obviously I want to grow my business, but I also always look at it as I want to learn how to support my clients on a higher level. That's super important to me. I never want to stagnate and I never want to feel like 
well, I can't support in that. I want to up-level myself so I can up-level my clients. I love this. And then when you think about, you know, your life, you're getting, you're moving through a transition right now. You're talking about maybe your husband doing the same. Like when you look out five years, what do you see? The beach. (laughs) (laughs) The beach. No, I I, want to have, I I do want to try and work towards building a business where I, you know, don't have to show up as much that I want to be able to enjoy my, especially if Brian, my husband moves into like owning his own business and doing his thing. If he ends up getting more time on his side to do whatever he wants, I want to be able to align with that and yeah. spend that time with him. So that's, you know, we don't have kids right now. We just have three fur babies. So <laughs> it's, it's, you know, right now him and I are the focus and really finding a place that um, feels good for us and in our souls, which is somewhere closer to nature, which is, you know, spending more time outside. And so when you think about that person that's listening right now, that's maybe sitting in a place of, you know, frustration, like they, they have this vision, they have this idea for a business, they hate their job and they're just getting ready to start. And that person is like, Carly, I'm so scared. Like, what if it doesn't work out? Who am I to even do this? There's already so many other people doing it. Like what makes me special? What would you say to that person? I would say, I think I mentioned this earlier on, if you have a dream to do something, it's because it's meant for you. And even though you may have doubt that in yourself and what you can do and what's possible for you, that's why, you know, finding a community of like-minded people to surround yourself with, to see no matter who you are, what you do, what your personality is, there's a place for you online. There's a place for you to create your own business. And people say all the time, oh, the online space is oversaturated. I disagree. There are a lot of people in the online space, but there's also a lot of people that need support right now. So specifically, if you're looking for, you know, to move into a space as an online service provider, there is no shortage of people looking for that right person and to connect with that right person in the online space to support them in growing their business. I have people supporting me in growing my business. You have people supporting you. Like literally for every online service provider, there are multiple entrepreneurs looking for support. There's billions of people in the online space. So much like, you know, with my journey, really looking at, and this is actually an activity that I have a lot of my um, beginner clients do is looking at finding your deeper why. Look at the reason why you want to create this business, why it's important to you, what you want your life to look like. Because when you look at that and you have a deep rooted why that you can rely on and lean on and look at every time that you doubt yourself, every time that you are not sure if you can do this, look at that and help that, you know, continue your momentum to continue you moving forward because that there is possible for you, that reason that you want to create this life and what you want your life to look like, it's going to take some hard work. There's going to be things that test you. But if, again, the only way you can fail is if you give up, Mm. give up on yourself, it's going to take work and you're going to need to make one step forward every single day. But that one step forward gets you closer to the goal that you have. So good. So, so powerful. Okay. So for those people that um, want to get in touch with you, because you have some really amazing resources and incredible, like your content is so incredible. Like how many times can I say incredible? Your content's amazing. Um, Obviously the value that you've shared here today. And I know people are going to feel drawn to want to connect with you, to work with you. So what are some of the ways that they can do that? 
Yeah. So um, you can connect with me. I'm mostly hanging out on Instagram. Um, so you can connect with me there. I also have a um, freebie that I put together for beginners, which really helps you through. It helps you kickstart your online business, basically, um, in a really powerful way. There's a lot of information in there. <laughs> so definitely worth diving into that um, to start you out. Um, but other than that, I have one-on-one coaching. And also, as I mentioned, I have a mastermind for my ladies looking to scale mm. in the next couple of months. I love that. Okay. And so where can they find these resources? What's the best place? Yep. So um, for coaching, you can connect with me on Instagram. You can DM me there for the freebie. I, uh, you can send me a DM or there'll be a link in my bio to sign up for that. And I think I can give you a link possibly to, yep. to put on the podcast. Perfect. So we'll put all of that in the show notes. Amazing. Okay. Last question. And, and I would really love for you to, I just go all in on this as much as it feels like natural for you. What are you celebrating right now? I am celebrating the possibility of, of moving, <laughs> uh, moving. I've been trying to move, um, for, I feel like the good part of three to four years. And so I'm looking forward to just being in a, a place that feels more aligned for where I want my life to be and my life with my husband long-term. And then I'm excited to, so I just see what the, like what happens with the rest of 2021. There's so much expansion that I'm, I'm trying to make happen, but also so much learning still so much learning on how to create that balance for myself. So I'm really, I feel like going into 2022, there's nothing stopping me and I'm going to hopefully have all my shit together <laughs> and really just, you know, becoming out leaning into the, my higher purpose for, for what I'm doing in the online space and for my clients and in my life. I love that. It's such a powerful way to end this episode. Carly, thank you so much for sharing your light and your wisdom and your story. I know so many people are going to get an incredible amount of value out of this. And you guys, if you love this episode, make sure you share it, tag it with someone you know would love to hear it. Go give Carly a follow. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.